What is up, my lovely listeners? This is Genevieve, and you are listening to Overshare. I am your guide on your journey to self-actualization. I'm so, so glad that you are tuning in today to get your Monday mindset right. Start your week off right with myself and my dear, dear friend, Denise Martinez. This morning, we are going to be talking about how to find your tribe. (laughs) And this is uh, super near and dear to me because Denise is actually one of the people that has evolved with me throughout my life. We've been friends for 20 years. Like almost since we, since like 1920 ish. So we're getting there. I think around. We're getting there. Yeah. (laughs) It's up there, but we've seen each other's lows. We've seen each other's highs. We've seen each other's life journeys. Um, I don't want to say midlife crisis, but um, no, you can you can add that in there. Yeah, or yeah. I don't know what well, how you want to coin the term of of, of that. I don't I don't like to our growth. I, I, I like to coin it as a, a midlife awakening. So and I, like I said, I was kind of witnessing that with with Denise in her life, and I think in turn she saw that when I went through it the last couple of years. So I felt it was so applicable for her to come on the show this morning and kind mm-hmm. of just talk about you know, this this um, elusive idea or um, societal construct of how to find your tribe. And that could be applicable to your family, your work family, uh, you know, your gym, your friends. Uh, I mean, it's really applicable to any aspect of your life. So we're definitely going to jump into that. And I want Denise to tell us just a little bit about herself. <laughs> well, good morning. Um as Jen just mentioned, we have had a friendship for over a decade, coming mm-hmm. close to almost two decades now. I met her when I was in college. I graduated at the University of North Texas in Denton with a degree in criminal justice. I'm currently pursuing a career within that same um, line of education. Um, I am also a single parent to a 10-year-old little boy who Jen has gone through that whole process with me as well. Yep. Of she's my nephew. The, yep, the pregnancy, the everything, yep. you know, all his milestones, she's been there. Um, I am definitely getting aboard now that my son is older in regards to traveling a lot more. Yes. Um, Dominic has come with me on many travels of his own as well so getting him out there experiencing different cities and everything i feel is very helpful to his growth as well and eventually will help him build a tribe as he finds who he really is as well (laughs) passing down that that good information to the youth of of our generation the next generation next generation yeah i definitely don't want him to be a cliche of how people see children these days so Taking him with some of my travels along, you know. Yeah, that, that little boy's been uh, yeah, to some he's, places he's been already to some places. for a 10-year-old. He's yeah. already been. Yeah, he can probably manage a way through an airport now. I make sure he knows how to get a ticket, find his baggage, his seat, all the good stuff. So um want to just prepare him for what this lovely world has to offer him because we've been through it as well. Um, I am. I would consider myself a foodie. I definitely love, we're always eating, eating. I love to try new things, seafood is usually my typical to-go, besides tacos, of course, but um, yeah, trying new things goes kind of hand-in-hand with traveling, wherever city, country I go to, I definitely want to try, like, the hot topic there, Um, 
I also have do some volunteer work. I am a child advocate. I've done it for about goodness almost four years with Dallas Casa so basically what I do I advocate I advocate in regards to the children who are currently in foster care um, I'm basically a voice for them I just in the middleman pretty much you right. know my main concern are the kids what do they want what's their needs and how can they go about expressing themselves so why don't you tell the listeners what Dallas Casa does which uh, if you if you guys live mm -hmm. in the Dallas area they're pretty pretty well known pretty yeah. prominent they've been on local news yeah they're media. also located in many different um, counties as well they are also statewide so mm -hmm. Texas has a many different ones basically you are volunteering your hour you do get training for it because mm -hmm. again you are working with live cases of many children different ages different backgrounds um, who have been placed in foster care sometimes the foster care is permanent sometimes it's not ultimately the goal is to reunite these children to either their parents or to the next best fit so I would go on visits I'd read cases go to courts um, it's very emotional because again children are yeah. our next generation you know you want to protect them so much you want to do so much for them but it's been an experience and I've appreciated the journey that I've gone on that again I found a good tribe of individuals yeah. who have supported me through that as well because yeah. it's hard like you go into these courtrooms and you see you know the judge everybody and then the parents and you already know about the parents and what why yeah, they're there mm -hmm. and then you see the children so yeah it's a great cause they're always looking for volunteers they so. are y'all check it out yeah if you need any extra guidance in that process anything questions let jen know she can reach out to me we can get you all the information needed for that too yeah dallas cost is pretty cool they have pretty cool uh events too throughout the year where you can go yeah. donate diapers and donate you know just different <laughs> items that are there in need of for the for the kids mm -hmm. that are in foster care so it's a pretty cool organization and like I said, Denise has been a part of that for quite a while yeah, now. Yeah, about almost four or five years now. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right, so. Is that it? Yeah. You got anything That's else? That's me in a nutshell. That's it? That's it. Okay. In a nutshell. <laughs> all right, so all my lovely listeners know that we kind of break it down, right? So let's go ahead and do mindset vocabulary. All right, so. We're talking about how to find your tribe today. And I, me and Denise, we had pizza on Friday, pizza and wine and brownies on Friday. We <laughs> went over the show outline for today. And we kind of went over some really key words. And again, I'm really big on words and definitions so that you guys are not just out there throwing throwing them every which way, mm -hmm. every direction, you know, especially if somebody kind of, you know, sits sits down and starts <laughs> asking you about stuff. Like you got some good some good meat and bones to kind of throw their way and mm -hmm. sound smart, y'all. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about creating connections. I, I thought this is really important, too, especially in the environment that we're in right now. And I still feel like we're in, you know, a pandemic posture. Yeah. Um, and again, creating connections has been kind of elusive and confusing, yeah. I think, lately, <laughs> uh, especially within the past two years. But we all need connection. We all yeah. yearn for that, right? Yeah, so. it's a part of life. I mean, ultimately, we all know the biggest connection that you need to develop is within yourself first. Yes. Um, I feel like having that connection with yourself you're, it's not going to be as hard to connect with other people because when you know who you are, you ultimately kind of know what you want. Yeah. So, you know, it's 
you just kind of mesh well with other people's like if you really like a certain sport and you finally realize that you like that sport you're going to go and either play in that sport or go and view it and you're going to connect with all the people there so i think that's important what denise said too about connecting because when when a lot of people come together or you know even virtually or physically or however we're doing it nowadays when they come together it it creates a culture right and mm -hmm. so what does culture mean culture means uh, values plus behavior and you know when we start talking about how to find tr you know somebody's your tribe or somebody else's tribe or identifying that you know we're looking at the environment itself we're looking at the connections that are being created within that context and we're also looking at the culture that is being perpetuated by that as well so what are the values of this group of people what is their behavior mm -hmm. are they living out are they living out their practice are mm -hmm. they practicing what they preach so to speak Oops, so you know they have to be living those values in order for it to be identified as a culture and again we've heard a lot, we've heard that word thrown around so much lately cancel uh, cancel culture uh you know things like that now that are coming around because of the the, the pandemic and just the posture that we've been in and yeah. us being isolated so i think that those are pretty pretty complex terms because i think we say that a lot but we don't really, really take the time to like drill down yeah you know, and, and figure really out figure what it out. exactly it means yeah yeah and so I really want to talk, now that we've kind of talked about generally connection and culture, mm -hmm. how to find your tribe really, me and Denise were talking about this on Friday, really comes down to belonging. Yeah. Right? So this idea of wanting to belong, and you, there's no way that anybody in this world is not instinctually wired to want that. Everybody wants to belong. Yeah, everybody wants to know that they fit in somewhere. Because, again, you might see yourself as a black sheep of a family. Mm -hmm. And you're always Girl. questioning, where do I belong? <laughs> where do I fit in when my family is like this? And I'm not necessarily gravitating towards that exact route. You know, like, you start to really question yourself, where do I belong? And as I know personally that, you know, that's been a question my whole life, you know. I mean, mainly in regards to me becoming a single parent, like, where do I belong now? I didn't yeah. want to be a typical stereotype, you know, being another single mom. You know, I didn't want that just as a label for me you know I, but at the same time i was really trying to figure out well where do i need to go to fit in yeah. i don't want to go to like a single mom's club like that's so cliche at the same time i mean there's nothing wrong with that no, and i feel not. so much support from a lot of single parents whether it's a single mom or a single father i completely appreciate all those relationships that i've developed but at the same time i needed more as well because yeah. it goes down to where am i going to fit in now yeah, and just to kind of clarify to the to the listeners, like you didn't have to think about that feeling of wanting to belong, right? Like it was just, it, I mean, you know, to figure out where. Yeah, yeah, but, but actually, once you were there, it kind of just clicked. Yeah, yeah. But even ha having the want to do that, like it was already. I feel like it's already there for like, the most part. Yeah, yeah, it's just something that's hardwired into us. Where, and again, I'm not saying that that's gonna always have a good outcome or a bad outcome because we're sure. going to talk about that with tips tools and tricks in a minute but you know you remember you really have to figure out what the intention is of your tribe yes right so yes. we're talking about what like the actual value yeah is is it 
is it genuine generosity? This is another vocabulary term that I think is very important when we're talking about how to identify who or what your tribe is. Yeah, because you want people around you that want you around and don't necessarily feel sorry for you. Either. And they're and not for selfish reasons either. Exactly. Where right? they're so wanting important. to benefit as well too. Right? So yeah, so. definitely. Like you don't want to be I don't want to be around people who just want to benefit off of me either just because I want to feel fitted. It's in. not a quick pro quo, right? No. And it's it you know you have to really go to where you can really get that genuine connection right yeah. we'll go back yeah. to that genuine culture and just to break it down for genuine generosity because we are doing mindset vocabulary so it's defined as they don't need you as an instrument to attain the goal yeah okay and we're this is more like th talking about like an organization like uh your true uh, tr is it true fusion oh yeah the right studio. so yeah. they don't need you there no definitely don't but you still want to feel like you're welcomed but, and by the way, True Fusion is is a gym in Dallas. Yeah, it's a studio. Too. Yes, it's a gym. Uh, yeah, a fitness studio. Fitness studio. Fitness, sorry, me, sorry. Fitness studio. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's kind of that's a that's an example for me. It'd be SoulCycle. Like they don't, mm -hmm. I, they could. I'm not that they could care less. I feel like I've become a little bit of a staple exactly. there when I show up. They know who I am, but that's more of like, I they identify me as a part of that family now. Yeah. Yeah. And but they don't need me there to accomplish their goal of. Soul cycle, yeah, or, or their true quota fusion. or anything. Oh, exactly. Yeah. There's no selfish reason, right? And I like to kind of give the listeners an example of that in the sense of like there are people out there that want to take advantage of you and they want yeah. to use you as an instrument for not such a great outcome like a cult or maybe <laughs> Al Qaeda. Yeah, like we, you know, there are things like that that are out there that really they they're very manipulative and they can make you. You know, they can say all the right things and tell you all the right things. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to that in a little bit regarding belonging. And how, this is w how you can figure out how to choose your tribe. Yeah. But you have to be weary of that. You have but you to have to be stable in within yourself yep. as well. Like if you yep. are not fully stable and you are kind of just still really working on yourself, you're going to fall for those types of situations. And it's just going to take you right back down. The whole point of finding a tribe are people who are going to maintain your stability that yeah. you developed within yourself first. Yes. So that brings up. Yeah. Yeah, that brings along the whole lines of, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. Yes. That's so and important. Yeah, like the whole beginning of the pandemic, you know, everybody was at home. I had to get out of my comfort zone and work out at home, which yeah. I hate working out alone because yeah, it was very like, one, I don't know. I didn't want to make sure I was doing things right. And then two, it's just like, it, it was very uncomfortable, yeah. to say the least. But at the same time, that was a situation that I was in where I was like, I needed to do this. I needed to build myself where I was comfortable enough to do something alone to help build my foundation. And then obviously once, you know, things started opening back up, it was a lot more easier for me to go to a class by myself and then develop a tribe after that. Yes. That's so, that's, that is definitely speaks to the whole concept of you know one beginning within yourself and we've talked about this so much on the po on this podcast on the show yeah. about self-love and you know affirmations kind of the first few episodes that we've done on overshare have really focused on the individual now we're really starting to tackle kind of the outward mm -hmm. the outward sphere of you know our world and you know the external that and how it can affect you but the the constant and again what denise is always saying is that 
you have to you have to be good with you yeah there's no way around it none there's nothing and you know I, i think it's really important what denise is hitting on because True belonging, and again, I'm gonna just hold this book up because this is this is the this is my little go-to guide right here for Brene Brown. Again, you guys know how I feel about Brene Brown. I geek out over her. She is my spirit animal, and she does such a good job of defining true belonging. And it goes back to what Denise just said, and she says, Brene Brown says, true belonging is the spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self with the world and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone in the wilderness. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires to be who you are. Yeah. And that's so, you know, applicable to what you just said. Everything in regards to having to figure it out and deal with it deal with being on your own deal with standing on your own yeah deal with stand having to speak your truth and, and be vulnerable and be uncomfortable and getting out of your comfort zone yeah and it's definitely a process it's not going to happen overnight like no. you're not going to make this journey you know no. i mean even today i've been goodness a single parent for about seven eight years and i'm still trying to process this journey of standing on my own because I have an amazing tribe. Yes, Jen is you do. part of my tribe, aka my village of helping me raise my son. But at the same time, when it comes down to it, it's me. I'm the one making these important yeah. decisions of am I going to allow him to do this or what is his future going to look like? And, you know, all these decisions that you would necessarily have with a partner, I had to be comfortable doing alone. Yeah. And I'm not saying that my tribe don't help me out because Jen is one person to vouch where I will vent and be like, look, I don't know what to do. This yeah. is what I'm thinking. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. But in the long run, I'm still on this journey of being comfortable, of making my son's choices and my choices with him on my own. Yeah. And it's always going to be a journey no matter what. Heck yeah. Yeah. I heard something this morning on one of the podcasts that I was listening to. And prep for the show, it says, lived, learned, and fully earned. <laughs> lived, learned, and fully, fully earned. earned. So this journey and this, what we're, we're talking about isn't free. There's a, there's a very high cost for it, yeah. but totally worth it. Totally definitely, worth it. Definitely. Like you learn so much within yourself. You learn so much about the individuals that you keep around. And then, of course, another thing that I think a or lot of people. don't keep around. Or you, exactly. Or that's what I was coming to. Is like a lot of people don't realize that your tribe is going to change. Heck yeah. My tribe does not look the same as I was in my 20s no. or my 19s, you know, <laughs> like it's definitely not the same people. I'm not saying that something had to go down and we, you know, went completely horrible. I'm just saying that as you grow and you develop as an individual, adjustments will be made. Sure. And that's the only way it is. And y'all can be on the best of terms still. But if you're not on the same page in the chapter just you gotta you, you gotta give this you gotta give the the credence and the space I yeah think. yeah definitely yeah. so and i we th- went through that you and me went through definite, that yeah I, that's what i said i mentioned earlier we i think both of us had our spiritual awakenings 
at different times. <laughs> yeah. So it was, a, it was a little weird in the sense of we've always really been kind of close, but we've kind of floated away and floated towards each other. Yeah. But and at the same time, like yeah. I've mentioned before, it was a part of, for our growth. Yeah. It had nothing to that. do with me not supporting her or anybody who was part of my tribe before. It was just the fact of me respecting that this person is currently growing in this direction. Yeah. And if, we're going to end up growing back together some way, some way or some not. You know, it doesn't really matter. But your growth is going to determine who's going to be in your tribe. Yeah, it's very true. That's so true. That's such, such a good point. Yeah. And before we take a break, because we have like a few minutes before <laughs> we take a break. I just want to touch on micro love because I thought this was really cool. I listened. This was a part of one of the podcasts that I was listening to and prep for the show. So is this idea of the fact that, you know, a lot of people throw around the term, I love you, I love you. And first of all, that really irks me because I really feel that's such a very um, big word, weighted word and a big word. You shouldn't just be throwing that around at Uh, all. But this kind of, you know, had gave me a different lens. Um, So micro love is is kind of an exchange even between a perfect stranger that you've never even met, uh, you know, out, you know, shopping at Kroger or, you know, maybe you're at SoulCycle or if you're at Kroger and you see someone wearing SoulCycle pants, you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. she's a SoulCycler or he's a SoulCycler. And yeah. you, we look at each other and there's that moment of acknowledgement. There's this moment of recognition mm-hmm. and it's so powerful, especially yeah. in the in the atmosphere that we're in right now with COVID and the, di- the social distancing and, and just, you know, we can't, there's just been a disconnect i thought that was so powerful y'all and it's kind of it like cracks your heart open a little bit when you kind of because you feel that automatic connect yes um dom used to play baseball so if you saw a certain baseball logo be like oh look yeah they're same same part of the organization it was like that's family but yes it's not blood but it's still family because if you've grown up or you've been in the position where Don played baseball for years. So, you know, you get to the point where this is your baseball family or yeah. whatever type of sports, you know, your child's in. But when you see that, it's just like it's iconography. Yeah. Like those icons are so poignant sometimes, yeah. you know, and they have such an impact. And I just thought it was really cool that that term of micro love, like keep your heart open, y'all. I know it's hard to do that in the environment that we're in right now. Even yesterday, Denise was talking about baseball. Yesterday, I went to go pick up a prescription at at, uh, CVS, Mm -hmm. and and I had Harpo with me, and there was a guy in front of me who literally took his sweatshirt off to show me his pug tattoo and it said pug life and he had it tattooed on his arm he's like i have to show you something and it was just this great moment connection of connection and an exchange of like i i get you and you get me yeah because y'all technically have pug people yeah yeah we're pug people and like pug people know pug people and it was like to the point where he had a tattoo on his body yeah and it was just it was a little weird yeah a little little weird awkward but okay but okay i I I I went with it i get it it was a cool moment so again micro love i will drop the resources after the show today if you guys want to check out that podcast it's pretty cool like i said uh and with that let's take a quick break before we get into tips tools and tricks Circle around the edge, wanna get back up What you gon' do when your back's against the wall? 
y'all we're back we are going to get into tips tools and tricks still talking about the same thing if you're just tuning in right now we are doing a overview deep dive i don't know just candid convo about how to find your tribe again this is something that really speaks to me and i have my wonderful guest on with me today who's also my dear friend denise martinez and there is no better person really to talk about how to find your tribe than her. Cause again, I feel like she's, 
She's done the work. You've done the work, <laughs> man. And I feel like uh, you were able to just, you got a good handle on it. I really, I really feel like that you do. Thank you. Um, it's definitely not easy. No, it's uh, not. The again, older, I think uh, the older we get, the harder girl, it gets. Yes, definitely. I really do. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been a struggle, to say the least. There are obviously days when, you know, everything is perfect, exactly how yeah. I want it. Those you know, like, damn, this is a good day. And then there are days where it's like, what went wrong? Like, what happened? Yeah. But... Along you have the line, deal with people that you don't want to deal with, and yeah, you know, yeah, and, and like, what? finding your tribe has been a process to say the least. Yeah, um, you go through so many different trials and tribulations. You go through so many different emotions because, again, like I mentioned previously, your tribe isn't going to stay the same. So I know personally that losing certain individuals as part of my tribe in the past took a toll on me so it did put me in a position where it made me think again where do I belong then like I thought that the, these this person or these people were going to be a part of my tribe a part of my life a part of my son's life forever and yeah. now I feel like yeah we started back over like how is this happening again so yeah, it's definitely going to put you through a roller coaster of emotions. You're always going to continually thrive in finding those individuals to help be your tribe on your personal level, on your career level. Yeah. You know, you have so many different tribes for every part of your life that changes. So, yeah, it's been it's been interesting to say the least, but it's a continuous journey. Um Again, I know that it starts all within yourself. You have to have, be stable, grounded, and know what you want, ultimately. Yeah, so that that's really... And Denise is hitting the nail on the head because our first point about tips, tools, and tricks, I, this is what I have right, written down here, and we talked about this on Friday, you have to you have to go deep into your own experience, right? So you have to go mm -hmm. deep within your your own your own inner dialogue we've talked about this if you if you don't know what i'm talking about you're like what is that uh, go back and listen to some of the podcasts that we've done you yeah. know in the last few weeks about you know inner inner dialogue self-talk affirmations as i'm saying all these things kind of apply you know and you have to to hone in on that deep inner dialogue about your your soul journey yeah like you're, who you're you digging are to your core yeah you're getting and that's down to the nitty-gritty it's not fun it's not it's really it's really <laughs> live learn and fully earn yeah, like, like you gotta earn that like you gotta earn it because you're going to probably some of the deepest darkest places Ugh, of your life no, like you're bringing up situations that were never resolved but yeah. you need to resolve them at this point point. Yes, and the hardest thing in life is realizing that one that you were probably at fault for certain situations yeah. or yeah. two that you allowed someone to continue to do this to your life and you never resolved that situation you know within yourself or why you allowed it why or are you why allowing you allowed it? why are you continuing to allow that yeah. that treatment or that that environment or you know whatever that situation yeah, like to you're, continue you're getting to the nitty-gritty you're right. getting to the ugliest parts of yourself yeah 
and I remember we talked about that we've I've always been I'm a super huge advocate for a life coach or yeah. a therapist yeah. or anything that's really going to help you dig down deep because honestly let's be real people don't want to do that kind of work they're you know the, the avoidance and just the whole I'm just going to shove it down and yeah and it comes down to ultimately how you were raised as well Yep, it's very unfortunate in certain households yep. you're ra- you, you're raised and you don't believe in expressing feelings or talking about certain situations you know they like to brush things under the rug um, yeah. not realizing that it's really going to mess you up as an adult yeah yeah and you know as an adult it becomes harder to really want to go and seek therapy or you know a life coach like you mentioned yeah until it gets to you until you get to your breaking point where I'm- I'm so grateful that like our generation is at least I mean and even our generation I feel yeah. like there's still some pushback on right, it like, definitely and, like in, in Dom's generation and the next you know the upcoming generations I feel like therapy and you know just us being transparent about something like that is going to be a beneficial lot, it's going to be a lot more helpful accepted like, yeah it's not a big deal it's not look there's no stigma there's no shame in it there's, there shouldn't be any shame but, to begin with. But yeah. again, yes, there's not yeah. that kind of, you know, stigma, like I said, or, you know, um, idea yeah. that this is like a crazy person, which, girl, we're all crazy. Oh, I know that. Let's I definitely know real. that. And we're then, all you know, a little crazy. Oh, I've accepted my crazy. Yeah. And, you know, you grow from it. Um, but it also goes along the lines where you're taught as a child that losing is such a bad thing. Yep. And... It's funny because I grew up like that as well. I always yeah. grew up hearing that you don't lose this. You don't lose a game. You don't, yeah. you know, whatever the situation may be. But what's funny is as an adult, I've appreciated losing certain people or things in my life. Heck yeah. Because it ultimately helped with my development and my current growth. Of, well, I mean, my continued growth, shall I say. So, yeah, I think losing is probably one of the best things that's happened to me. You know, I feel you on that. Yeah. You know, I feel you on that. Yeah. And again, I feel like this whole topic about how to find your tribe. And I I was going to say sorry, but I don't want to apologize for it. But y'all, there's going to be pain and there's going to be grief. And it's just inevitable. And there's there was a part of me that really didn't want to say that today. You know, but all of the stuff that I listened to on the run up for this show, it was all the same. Yeah. There is inevitable, there is inevitable grief that you will have to face. And you know what's funny? I was thinking about, have you seen the Shawshank Redemption? Yes. You know that part where he like tunnels through the the shit yeah yeah <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know to get to the other side That's to get what, to the island what right you to do so it's like all of us have our tunnel of shit i'm sorry but it it's just you have to wade through it and you have to deal with it and i'm just so grateful that there are people like denise and hopefully you know myself that are willing to talk about it and and say what happened and be candid and honest about it and put twinkling lights <laughs> As a guide on the tunnel of shit to the other side. Because, I mean, it ultimately, it it is what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't get around that. At all. At all. And then, 
when you're really comfortable in that position of going through that process of that journey, you will be amazed at the same people that you will find going through the same journey. Heck and yes. that is ultimately where yeah, where your tribe begins. Yes. Like the ones who are going through the same journey, the ones that are still holding you accountable during the journey, you know, and the ones who are there when you've bypassed that journey. Because yes, there are journeys that you are going to overcome, whether it be, you know, a new career, you know, leaving a past relationship, yes, you know, there's girl. so many different changes where the journey will end. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you stop. Yeah. But there, your tribe is going to constantly be the one to push you through it and keep you grounded and keep you accountable and remind you of why you even started this. Because they are the ones that you connect to yeah. when you're in your ugliest moments. Yeah, and sometimes, and hopefully, eventually, in your greatest moments. Too. Oh yeah, definitely. I was thinking about you and me because I feel I was Ooh. thinking about this last night before I went. I was you know closed my eyes and went to sleep last night. That I feel like we've been on like a roller coaster ride together. Yes. Like, for the last fifteen to twenty years since day you know, one of our friendship, we've yeah, been I mean, on a Denise, roller coaster. Just to be candid to all my listeners, she didn't like me. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I honestly didn't. Um, when I she first didn't met like her, me at all not uh, one bit, y'all. <laughs> not one tiny tiny bit. I met her through a friend, and I ultimately told that friend, "I don't like her. She is." What's she new? she looks like a bee and <laughs> it's funny because obviously we laugh about this now yeah. but from the get-go i was like uh i don't know about her but you know during that, that time she was probably going through something of her own you know where we all go through our journeys of figuring out who we are and now look at us almost Damn. 20 years later yeah, i got that's what i was kind of thinking about i had that mental image in my head of that like being getting on the roller coaster with you like getting in the car the little cart buckling in buckling in <laughs> and then going up and then going, going down, down and then going up and then going down right yeah and it's just it was just this weird image that was like running through my head last night mm -hmm. when i was you know like about to go to sleep and i was like wow that's so and I, I will say that you know the lows and like i said i will tell my lovely listeners we have been there for each other's lows I'll just say that. Yeah. We have seen it up close and personal. And, you know, I feel like that's really what gives us the connection. Uh, yeah. And the we <laughs> are real with each other, which ultimately yeah. your tribe, you're going to be real with. There is if you can't be real with your tribe, then you don't need to be, a re be around that tribe because it makes no sense. Because then you are still at that point where you're trying to figure out who you are. True. And speaking of that, the next point is when you're trying to figure out who you are. <laughs> So that's like your soul journey, right? Yeah. So the next point for like a tip or tool or trick for, you know, how to find your tribe is what makes, you know, what is your, the what is the love of your soul? I know that sounds very hippy dippy, but I'm still, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Uh, what Because literally your soul longs to love and longs to create. Mm -hmm. And I, I too, truly believe that now because of where I'm like, I'm sitting here doing this whole endeavor with this podcast and. Like, I have Denise here with me. It's, like, it's a little surreal because it's just, I don't know. I just, I get I can kind of get a little emotional about it because it's just, I didn't, I, I, there was a point in my life where I didn't think that I would be able to go on yeah. and even get out of bed yeah. some days. And I'm sitting here doing something like this. That you love. Something and that, yes, you wanted. And I've gotten to witness you getting, you pulling yourself out of bed and you growing yeah. into this person to finally doing something that you love but at the same time you had to soul search 
yeah you had to lose it took a me a while because i didn't yeah. want to do it i didn't want to do the work i didn't yeah. want to do the work i just i didn't want to we all it. we all get to the point and where we're just so comfortable the way things are and we know that trying to go and fight for what we really love and what we really want is going to require a lot of work and it's it's a hard journey because yeah. while you're going through this and pulling yourself up out of bed or trying to decide whether you want to leave this relationship or leave this company or get completely uncomfortable is the hardest thing to admit to yourself. Yeah. And then once you get to that uncomfort zone, still continuing to do the work is hard as well, you know, but the ultimate goal is what you love. Yeah. And right now you sitting here in front of me doing what you love. Now, you know, to yourself that you're not going to quit. No, never. And you've been thankful enough. You know, you've developed your tribe tribe within the process as well from people within, you know, here in the studio to your family, to your other friends, to coworkers, you know, yeah. your fans as well, your listeners. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's definitely what's still keeping you on this journey of continuing to do what you love yeah all right y'all let's uh because of course the hour goes by so fast it says it, let, let's uh let's do rapid fire all right janice so let's go through this because maybe we can yeah I, I let's do um tell me tell me about one specific moment where you felt you truly belonged oh Okay, so I've always questioned myself as a mother. I know it's weird. You know, I've had plenty of support from my parents, my siblings, and my best friends where, you know, they're the constant reminder. But to be honest with you, it still felt like it wasn't enough. Um, the validation of where I finally felt like I was doing this mom shit right was from my son. One yeah. random day, I don't remember what we were doing, um, he came up to me and he told me, Mommy, you're doing a good job. Did and I cry. I did cry. Of yeah. course I cried. Like, I This was like the best validation I needed because there were so many times where I've left lunchboxes at the house. I've dropped them off, you know, for getting his book fair money or I forgot to, you know, wash this specific shirt for this one school oh, day yeah, or whatever. You do it at all. Exactly. So, again, I... I'm my own worst critic in this situation Not because, always. again, I am doing it all. Yeah. I do, thankfully, again, have the amazing support of my family and friends. But the validation I needed wasn't necessarily from them. It was from him. Because I can tell myself every day, I got this shit. I got this shit. But it wasn't enough. I needed to hear it from the one mm -hmm. that I was doing it for. More. Yeah. So he validated that. I'm kind of doing this mom thing good. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're doing it. And, you know, we've been, we've been working on that same track till this day and forever. So, definitely. All right. Fill in the blank for me. Vulnerability is. Um, oh, girl. That one is. Oh, God. Vulnerability is. That's a that's a hard one because there's so many things that fall within being yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, just what what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about being, being manipulated? Being manipulated, like you're vulnerable, you're in a weak yeah. spot. Yeah, and I hate the word weak. Yeah, or yeah. I hate the word victim because those ultimately 
put well, you in that vulnerable spot too. Right, but it also gives the opportunity for you to be a survivor. Definitely and does. Thri- and thrive. Definitely and, does. And, and but nobody ever wants to be labeled manipulators. as weak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nobody ever wants to be labeled as being weak though either too. No. So. All right, what's on your what's on your nightstand right now? Um, I have a lamp, have my cell phone charger, have a picture of Mr. Bentley, who's my dog. Um, like, yeah, y'all, she's got a big old dog. <laughs> He's cute. He's adorable. Um, and then I have a crime book. Um, crime is my passion. I love yeah. it. I watch... Crime Junkie. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Investigation Discoveries constantly on in the yeah. background. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right, so I want to, I wanna, before we actually close the show out, I, I did want to just leave y'all, my lovely listeners, with this quote by Maya Angelou, who is also my spirit animal. And it says, and again, this goes back to about belonging and, again, ultimately about how to find your tribe, but she says, you are only free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place and no place at all. And the price is high and the reward is great. So I'll leave you with that. And again, if you want more information about kind of those quotes and Brene Brown, which, you know, she gave us the definition for true belonging. <laughs> this is it, y'all, right here. The, 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 the how-to. This book is so good. She breaks it down, and it's a quick read. You can see it's not very long. Again, this is Brene Brown, The Quest for True Belonging. And The Courage to Stand Alone, Braving the Wilderness. I highly recommend it. I wanted to close the show out and let everybody know that next week we're going to be having another guest on. And if you are not sure, maybe if you're an empath, again, I'm going to throw that hippy dippy word out there. Cause again, <laughs> we've been hearing that. I've been hearing that a lot. Yeah. Am I an empath? Or am I not an empath? Uh, and just the general concept of empathy. We're going to be talking about that next week. And I'm going to have a, uh, a lot of local business owners come on the show within the next month. I'm going to be promoting small business this month uh, since we're on the run up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important, y'all. And I, I want to give a shout out to Angel with Susie Skull. She, I literally stalked her uh, <laughs> on Instagram because I'm a part of a you know pr- of a group that promotes local business, and I I found her Instagram and. I loved her stuff. Her, you know, she creates, you know, skulls like this. You can put stuff in it. She does jewelry, candles, basalts. Uh, And I just literally went out to one of the local markets and went up to her and started talking to her about the podcast. And she was so nice, so gracious. She donated some stuff to the show. Again, definitely check her out. I'm going to link her information uh, on my Instagram. So definitely go check her out. And this weekend, she's going to be at Wild Acre Brewing Company in Fort Worth and who are all my Fort Worth people go out there and check her Mm -hmm. out Uh, it's going to be this Saturday from 12 to 5 it's going to be a holiday market they're going to have Santa out there for taking kids pictures or your dogs or your dogs or your doggies Uh, there's going to be 50 local vendors please y'all don't buy into this scarcity crap mentality that the media is spreading about you know that we're just not going to get anything for the holidays now is the time to look inwards and go and, and support, support your, your neighbors. Support your neighbors. Support your local community. I, I went out to Clyde Warren Park yesterday, and it was so great seeing everybody out there. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, chatted with a lot of vendors, and just it's amazing how many people started side hustles because of COVID. Yeah, ultimately, I feel uh, like they had no choice. Too. And it's just to hear their stories, and that's why I said, you know, within the next couple of shows, especially throughout the month of December, we're going to be promoting. You know, people Small like businesses. Angel and Susie Skulls, and and I just I'm 
it just warms my heart to to have you know support like that and that that's what it's all about y'all supporting each other loving each other keep your heart open remember to you know just speak your truth and with that i'm going to to all my lovely listeners the light within me honors the light within you have a great monday y'all it's the last monday of the month go out there make it a great one share this with somebody who needs to hear this today i know i it always helps me this this helps me every week to get my <laughs> mindset right i need it more than anybody same yeah and so just remember to always always speak your truth fiercely and with vulnerability and remember to tune in next week same time same station got a fire that's under your skin You feel the lightning that's striking within You feel the waves crash inside And you rise up high And you put on your, put on your crown And lay your imperfections and your flaws down In the veil of the night You rise up Like a bird in the sky You were born to fly You shine brighter than the sun and the moon Go on and let all of your colors break through Like a star